Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We're going to talk to Mitzi Hunter in a moment. You know Mitzi Hunter. She's uh, been the education minister of the province of Ontario. She's the MPP for Scarborough Guildwood. Last time I had her on, I said, uh, and a friend of mine, I am your friend, aren't aren't I? And and Mitzi said, of course you are. So I assume that we still are. And uh, the big deal is she's running to be the uh, leader of the Ontario Liberals. But the reason that uh, I have her on today, and um, I'm just going to, turn this thing on and say hello Mitzi. Hi Mitzi. Hi Peter. Thanks for having me on again. Good to have you aboard but uh, there's a reason. There's always a reason. Uh, much, much as I like you I don't get you to come on the air because I like you. I get you to come on the air because you did something and you did something rather interesting. Um, you tweeted yesterday and the tweet reads I've been in the legislature and confronted our current premier on the issue of gender inequality because I believe that he is one of the most anti-women premiers that I've seen in terms of some of the policies he is putting in place. That's pretty damning. It is. And, you know, I obviously I, I respect the premier, but I respect the office even more that he holds. And when I look at the issues and how they're being handled, they are not thinking of it from a gender perspective. Health is a woman's issue. Childcare is a woman's issue. You can have daughters and still be anti-women, and women are disproportionately being affected by Premier Ford's agenda of cuts. And I have to speak up. That's what I am elected to do in the legislature. Well, you know, we, we keep discussing, and you and I have in the past, uh, what you have just referred to as the agenda of cuts. Um, you would have to admit that when, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm being defensive of Ford, you know that I tend to be, but I'm, I'm trying not to be here. I'm trying to sit on uh, in balance as the host of a show. And um, here's what I know about the election of Premier Ford. People didn't want the win government anymore, but more importantly than anything to do with Kathleen herself or your government, um, people didn't want what was perceived of as unbridled spending to continue, and they wanted the reins to be pulled in. And now every step of the way, somebody, whether it's you or anybody else, says, no, you've got to do this, no, you've got to do that, these cuts are unsustainable, whether it's cuts to uh, to public health or, or uh, cuts to education by way, what's well, not really a cut to education, but a holdback on education by way of uh, a 1% ceiling on public sector wage increases, which affects the teachers and uh, which is certainly a maidenstay sticking point in in the negotiations that are going on now. Do you not give uh, Ford any credit for having been elected on that platform, or at least if if you're going to tell me, well, he didn't have a platform, on that basis? Here's my issue, Peter. You know, women earn... 74 cents to every dollar a man earns in this country. No there argument, but that wasn't Doug but, Ford. But, but, I, but I wanted, exactly. So when we have an opportunity to close the gender wage gap, we should do it. So Premier Ford removed the implementation date of the Pay Transparency Act. I identified this when it happened in December of 2018. The former Liberal government 
uh, had a date set for its enactment on January 1st, 2019, and Premier Ford omitted that date. Okay, what was that act going to do? What was it going to do? It was going to give uh, women more opportunity to fairly negotiate and to talk about their pay with their employers. It was going to start with the Ontario public sector and then move out from there to employers. So that's the first issue. The agenda of cuts that I'm talking about is how it disproportionately affects women. I want to go over some of those, because you touched on a few. Well, no, I'd like you to, because I, I, it's important that uh, if you tweet something that's generalist like this, yeah. that we drill down and we find out what it is you mean, because for all I know, you're absolutely right. Yeah, well, look at the planned $200 million cut to public health. Those services predominantly affect women. It impacts 35 health units in this province. I have met with health units in the north who tell me that they are worried about issues um, of, like, you know, just keeping people safe uh, from various diseases. We know what that's all well, about. Well, let me, let me just stop you right there, because I think that's it's really important, especially right now today, when the topic of the day everywhere in the world is the uh, novel coronavirus. It has no name yet, but we're all concerned about it. And, and public health has uh, everything to do with it. In fact, every time we hear a report on what's going on in Ontario, it's somebody who is a local public health officer, a provincial public health officer, and so forth. And I don't think it's particularly gender-specific. Well, let's go into that. It results, actually, into a billion dollars over the next 10 years. It translates into cuts to school breakfast programs, into daycare and restaurant inspections, into water quality testing, prenatal and postnatal care for single mothers, and the detection, of, as we've just talked about, of emerging threats to the public. Those cuts are affecting women disproportionately in this province. I also look at scrapping of the basic income pilot project and how that affects women. The the cancelling the $1 increase in minimum wage. Most minimum wage earners in this province are women, some of them holding down two and three jobs and others working late into their, their elder years because they can't afford not to work. What are the percentages, Missy, when you say that uh, most people on minimum wage are women? How, how does it break down percentage-wise? It, the majority. So it's over 50%. No, no, I understand when you say the majority. Do you have numbers? I do, do, Peter, and I will go over that. But I also want to get to some of the areas that I I am most um, really hurt by because people come up to me and tell me their stories. Ending the roundtable on violence against women, slashing the funding for children and youth at risk, including children's aid societies. Those are affecting predominantly women. Cuts to the victims of sexual assault. The cancellation of $14.8 million that that the former Liberal government had planned to increase to those centres to reduce and eliminate wait lists. But virtually none of these things, Mitzi, has been slashed to zero. They've been been, uh, reduced in some cases. But the argument from the other side is... Too much money was being thrown at the wall and only some of it was sticking. And we were elected in order to make some sense out of uh, your tax money. Otherwise, we could have continued all the programs of the government of which you were a member. Um, by this time, if we had, we would be probably into another 5% of, uh, of income tax uh, increase. Something I'm, I'm pulling a figure out of the air, but it would have to be more because you've got to pay for this stuff somehow. And and that's why we elected uh, Ford, the big we. And, you know, that includes you. But... Uh, Doug Ford's conservative government is actually not saving any more money. They are, their budget is $5 billion more. So mm-hmm. we're getting 
Uh, they're spending more, but we're getting less services. And my concern and why I'm raising this as a member of the legislature is because that's what I'm elected to do by the people in, in my community. When when Premier Ford decides to merge the Ministry of the Status of Women with the Ministry of Community and Social Services into the Ministry of Children and Youth Services, and this now it takes away the importance of this ministry in defending women's rights and in having a gender-based lens to policies that are coming through government. And this is having an effect. Cutting of of funding for the Ontario College of Midwives, all of these, these slow cuts are having an effect on women in this province, women's health, women's opportunity in the in employment and in the economy. And, you know, I, I believe that this is a concern that we need to raise, and that's why I'm raising it. Today. I hear what you're saying, and I understand the point of view from which you're speaking on the one hand. On the other hand, let me throw one at you that's in the news today. We're looking at about a billion and a half more dollars being thrown at keeping hydro rates where they are, which is the continuation and expansion of a program that your government started because it was basically trying to bury the fact that our hydro costs are killing us. And if you do that, you've got to cut from somewhere else, do you not? Well, listen, you know, this government has made a promise to the people of Ontario that they are going to cut hydro rates by 12%. They have not demonstrated how they're going to do that. Instead, this government is using taxpayers' dollars to subsidize the hydro rate. They've moved it from the rate base onto the tax base, and now it's increased by... Uh, well, six of one half a dozen of the other on that, Mitzi. You can't argue that if you were part of the former. Well, it's it's increasing their plan cost by 40%. It's now $5.6 billion. You know, and this is a continuous um, cycle from this government where they have not been able to implement any plans effectively, so they throw money at it. Look at what they're doing right now to the education system, throwing money at childcare rather than sitting down with teachers and getting a fair deal at the table. Well, you know, there are a lot of people, and I'm one of them, and I mean no disrespect, who would say, look at what the hell they got from the last guys. I mean, that's the bottom line. And and it's really hard to uh, to end the cycle. So uh, with that, we're out, of, we're out of time. I'm going to have to... We're out of time because I want to say what they got from the last government was the lowest unemployment rate in over two decades. Uh, GDP that's lower now in the G7. Well, those economic policies that we put in place as a former liberal government are and Premier Ford and his government are benefiting from it. But at some point, they have to answer for their own decisions. And that's why I'm raising this issue today. I believe that we have to be fair to women in this province. And when we have an opportunity to close the gender wage gap, we should be doing this and not stalling and delaying as as Premier Ford has done. Well, we will both look with interest in the next six or eight weeks at uh, how Rod Phillips comes up with a budget that addresses some of your concerns and some of all of our concerns. And Mitzi, I, I know you're... Uh, I know you're in a big race. For it to be a, a gender, uh, with a gender lens, he should actually put his budget through a gender lens. I would call on him to do that. Well, you've done so, and I know that you're uh, a couple of weeks away, I, I guess also about six or eight weeks away, from uh, the uh, the culmination of your race, and we'll see yeah. who the new leader of your party is. I wish you well. Thank you so much, Peter.
All right, Mincy Hunter, MPP for Scarborough Guildwood, and uh, she's running to lead the Ontario Liberals, and you've heard her views on uh, looking at uh, dollars at the provincial level through a gender-based lens, which she claims that uh, Premier Ford is not doing, and uh, you heard her rationale. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.